Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. You remember yesterday as we left off, Jesus had been in the wilderness, tempted of Satan, and certainly as he was tempted in three areas of his life after spending 40 days fasting. As we made mention yesterday, so often Satan seeks to, to really to tempt us or, or to try us at our weakest points. And as we saw the Lord set us such a great example for us as he relied upon the truth of God's word. Satan's a liar from the beginning. He's the father of all lies, and he'll bring to you discouragement in all kinds of different ways. He'll say, you're not worthy. You haven't read your Bible enough. You have been praying enough. How could you expect God to bless you? Well, that might be the case. But the fact is, that is a lie. See, God wants to bless us, not based upon our merit, but rather upon the merit of Jesus Christ, what he accomplished for us on the cross. God's so in love with you. I hope that you get that and that you don't listen to the the lies of Satan. Always combat lies with the truth. And where you're going to find the truth is in God's word. Today, as we pick up the story, we're moving over to the Gospel of John. As we look at the first disciples and how they were called, and it tells us the next day, being after Jesus came back from the wilderness after being tempted from the by the devil, John, this is John the Baptist, stood with two of his disciples and looking at Jesus as he walked, and he said, and he said to his disciples, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And truly, Jesus is all that. All the way back from the days of the tabernacle, we could see the foreshadowing throughout the Old Testament concerning Jesus, his mission here on earth to, to be the Lamb of God for your life and for my life. Aren't we so thankful for Jesus? It tells us there in verse 37 that the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, why do you, why do you seek? Or what are you seeking? Or what do you want, want me, want of me? Then said to the rab, unto him, Rabbi, which is to be translated teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and see. And they came and saw where he was staying and, re- and remained with him. And that day now was about the 10th hour. And one of the, the two who heard John speak followed him with Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And he first found his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, We have found the Messiah. Listen to this. We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. One thing that I find so interesting about Andrew as we'll see in the gospel, he was always bringing people to Jesus. I like this, Andrew fellow. It's a good thing that we could bring people to the Lord. I'd encourage you to bring people to the Lord. Bring them to church and, and bring them to fellowship and just encourage them to you know, come to Jesus and allow the Lord to minister to them. But he went looking for his brother and he says, we have found the Messiah. In order to find the Messiah, he must have been looking. And certainly he was probably aware of the scriptures there in the book of Daniel chapter 9 and also Nehemiah that spoke about the time that the, the Messiah would appear. And Andrew 
being a fisherman, it doesn't stop him from studying the scriptures. I'm sure that the family was looking for the Messiah based upon what God's word had to say. And they said, we have found him, the Messiah, and they brought Peter to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, he, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah, and you should be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. And the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, which is a, a city right there by, uh, on the shore of Galilee. And he said to Andrew and Peter, Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also in the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. As I mentioned earlier, the Andrew and Peter were obviously men of God's word. They were searching the scriptures, and they said that not only Moses, but also the prophets spoke about the coming of Jesus. In fact, later in the scriptures, we'll read where the, in the volume of the book, otherwise everything in the Old Testament, it says that it's all written about Jesus Christ. It's so much fun as you're studying the Old Testament to find Jesus in the Old Testament, the scriptures that speak about his coming his life and ministry, his death and resurrection. In fact, somebody sat down and counted how many very different prophecies were concerning the life of Jesus in the Old Testament. And, and they say that there's over 300 prophecies concerning Jesus. That to me is amazing. And they all came to be true. And so we see this man, Andrew, once again, finding Nathaniel, bringing him to Jesus and say, hey, listen, all those things we've been looking at in the Old Testament, it's all in the person of Jesus Christ. We found the Messiah. And I think it's good for us to point people to God's word, to point him for the reason for our belief. You know, we used to, you know, there's a new course or new words that not necessarily you know, you would think during the time of Christ, but this is the, what they were doing when Paul wrote. They were, he was writing actually from an apologetic view. And apologetic is just, you know, sharing with people, even like what Andrew is doing, what he believes. He says, Paul writes, he says, make sure that we're all ready to give an answer for the hope that's within us. And so Andrew is given an answer. He says, hey, in the Old Testament, this person, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he, he fits the bill. Also, what we saw here in these verses, we, when we see that where it said the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and he said unto me, follow me. That simple call of Jesus. What does it mean for us to follow Jesus? What was it like to hear his words that where people would abandon their life, livelihood, their family and everything to follow Jesus? I, I think there was something in his words, his tone, his voice that drew him, even as how the Spirit draws us to Jesus Christ, why we our lives are changed by the call of the Lord. Have you been called? Well, if you're listening to this, and if you could tell in your heart, say, you know what, I want to follow Jesus, I want to live for him, then truly you've been called because all men have been called to follow Jesus but he's given us that freedom of choice. And I pray that you are following Jesus. You know, what does it mean to follow Jesus on our side? And certainly, 
you know, as you think of the life of Jesus as we being his disciple, maybe you might consider it like a mentor. You know, if you're mentoring somebody, your student or your disciple is going to mimic you. It's going to follow you. It's going to learn from you everything that they can. And Jesus is saying, follow me. Listen to me. Listen to my words. Watch what I do and watch what I say. And now allow those things to affect your life and transform your life. And so we here we see this great call to follow Jesus. And Nathaniel tells us in verse 46, said, in him, I, I, I said to him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said unto him, Come and see. Otherwise, you got to go check it out for yourself. You got to see it for yourself. You know, people might scoff at Christianity. And they say, can anything good come out of Christianity? It's just another one of the religions. I think it's wise if we just simply respond to people and say, come and check it out for yourself. Don't listen to what the liberal media is saying and maybe what you heard from your parents growing up. Take time to, to evaluate Jesus for yourself. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I believe if you, as you taste Jesus, as you consider Jesus, your life would be transformed. So if you want it, you say, well, how do I do that? I would encourage you to find a Bible, read the Gospel of John. Just read it all the way through. It's not that long. My goodness, you spend probably more time reading the Facebook and uh, your you know, various sites on your tablets. You know, all that time you spent on that, you could sit down and you could open up your heart and your mind and read through the Gospel of John. And I think that you'll be surprised that you'll discover who Jesus is. And so Nathaniel said unto him, how, how do you know me? Speaking of Jesus. Oh, let's back up verse 47. And Jesus said to Nathaniel, coming towards him, he said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. <laughs> it's almost like Jesus is toying with him at this point. And Nathaniel said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Before Philip called you, when you were under a fig tree, I saw you. And Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Isn't it amazing how that faith just burst forth in Nathanael's heart? First of all, he says, you're, you're, you're the teacher. You're the rabbi. Secondly, you are the Son of God. And thirdly, he made that confession, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, said to him, because I say that I saw you underneath a fig tree? Oh, my goodness. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. You know, what he was saying is that faith, once it starts, it's going to continue to grow. God wants us to grow in our faith and show things that are so amazing. And he said unto him, Most assuredly, I say unto you, Hereafter you should see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Well, we're going to see this as we go further down in the gospel, how this does come to be true. You know, I would encourage you that we all would learn from Andrew, that we would be considering who we might bring to Jesus, who we might talk to, maybe a text, an email, a telephone call, an invitation, please be in prayer.
And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.